0: DigitalMoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest. You have enough to worry about. Let us help you set it up, and you'll be extremely happy with our service. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we have uh, Daisy Luther as our guest today. And uh, I want you to note one thing here as we take our two commercial breaks during this particular segment. I want you to note very clearly that we are offering you things that really you could expect to have to use and we turn down 90 percent of the advertising we get offered here at the common sense show for that reason and so um some people say oh dave i want commercial free well we do have that on our tv okay but this is terrestrial radio (laughs) and digital so Uh, and some people have been saying "We, we don't want any more commercials guys we have the least commercials of any terrestrial show that's out there so i just thought i would address that but it's all designed to help you i mean we're talking about communications food um let's see what we're doing today oh um kind of bulletproofing some of your investments against what's coming and you can't totally bulletproof it but you can do some things that'll help minimize the damage and that's what we're doing today so you know like i said we're just trying to help and a lot of you are new and you not really know how we do things here at the common sense show our audience is growing exponentially we're really glad to have you but please listen to me what we're covering today with daisy and what i cover on most days i've been covering some of these things for 15 years and i've been telling you i this is coming this is coming folks they're not doing these things they're not saying these things because they're being uh oh they're just being funny they're just joking no the very things that these communists who've overtaken our country are doing right now they warned us about i mean it's almost like we're repeating 2014 that's the biggest thing i see i wrote another article if you look up on the common sense show you'll see it it says uh what will come first civil war or secession or will one cause the other and this is where we're at it's not hyperbole folks it's in our face and Daisy is an expert in helping people prepare for what's coming she uh, has a reputation both in in the mainstream media where people who've never heard of these conflicts and remain ignorantly bliss Um, they follow her work and then our audience follows her work so I thought she'd be a good person to turn to today to kind of navigate us through some of these things. But, uh, Daisy, I'm really glad you're with us. It's always good to prevail upon your expert opinion. But I want to kind of just set the stage here. Um, we, I, I believe in many ways, and it's different, but we're at 1861 and um i believe the first shots have not yet been fired all they might have been and it might be called the vaccine shot you either take the jab or die i mean if you want to eat you better take the vaccine that's what what's happening across the country and my gosh daisy i've, I've never seen such division in our country in in the civil war the south was mad because the north was tariffing products they needed Um, and making them more expensive and of course the slavery issue and those were two primary issues today today it's like you got to sit down and start counting the issues and you're going to get to the second hand very quickly
1: oh yeah everything is so incredibly tense Um, there is honestly no way to write anything that isn't going to tick someone off or offend someone
0: no no there's not there's not a day that doesn't go by that I'm not called a bunch of names you know but you know oh, yeah. what's, what's interesting too um, there's a phenomena sweeping the country and it doesn't do any good and I don't really think it's a good idea because sometimes kids are present I just don't think it's a good example to set but you go to a college football game um, Joe Biden doesn't have to even be there you can go to the congressional baseball game <laughs> You can go to a stock car race. Or in my case, you can go to an Eagles concert and you're going to hear the F Joe Biden. And it's sweeping the country. Oh, yeah. It's becoming like a battle oh, yeah. cry for rebellion. It's crazy. Oh, people
1: are so sick of it. I, you know, I try to be politically Sort of neutral i'm i'm more of a libertarian than a conservative i'm definitely not a liberal um so i i have criticized every president that has been in office since i began writing in alternative media um And I try to take it action by action. You know, there were some things that President Trump did that I wholeheartedly agreed with and some things that I was very disappointed in. Mm -hmm. With Biden, I have been 100% disappointed. Every time he opens his mouth, everything he signs, it has been nothing but sheer disappointment and disgust.
0: Yeah, I I I criticize. People say, "Oh, Dave, you're one of the Trump supporters." I criticized Trump on many fronts, many fronts. But oh, I know you did. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, he was for America until the last year. I agree. his presidency was taken away from him during the pandemic.
1: Yes, yes, and I agree with you there. Um, I I think that he did have our best interests at heart um it's unfortunate that showmanship kind of got in the way um but he really was leading with the intention of bringing our economy back
0: because Mm.
1: he's a businessman that does money
0: yeah i could not agree with you more i I think at the end of the day well i'll back up the very first thing he did when he got into office and no one ever talks about this was he destroyed the tpp and what people don't know until you read the fine print which i did do the tpp had a 22 person council set up and they were going to be given by congress veto power over anything the president did any supreme court ruling any congressional law we would have been under a corporate dictatorship uh, been a corporate oligarchy I did not know
1: that.
0: and and trump trump if he was a total globalist like some people said oh he's a plant he was there for them all the time he wouldn't have destroyed that if that was his intention because this is what's being set up today right. this is what biden's right. doing so wow and then he, he turned on china <laughs> well i'm sorry biden's owned by china and and he also he changed the trade yeah. balance. He he made manufacturing come home. He did a carrot and stick approach there and brought jobs to America. Uh, we had record employment among all groups of people, um, historic employment. So do I, I hate that Daisy when people say he was always one of them. No, he wasn't. His presidency was taken away for reasons we do not know in the in his last year when the wuhan flu came i agree yeah
1: i agree and i also think that he was used as a scapegoat for everything mad that's happened in the last decade
0: that's because he was for america and the forces that yep. are causing us problems are purposely destroying america can can you name one thing daisy that biden has done that's been good for america no i can't either i can't, I can't think, think of, of one on thing the top no of my head. No, I can't either. I can't think of one thing.
1: Um, yeah, it's it's just obscene. Everything he has done, everything he has stood for is anti-American. And he tries to act like, oh, I'm here for the little guy, like this, this grandfatherly, nice little old man. But he wants to know if, if I have more than $600 in my bank account <laughs> so that... They can tax it, yeah. and they're expecting to net more than $3 billion extra tax dollars with that move. $3 billion. Now, who has $600 in their bank account? Poor people, right before rent. We've all got $600 in our bank account right before rent or mortgage. Like, all of us. So they're they're treating us all like we're the financial elite when what he ran on was, oh, why isn't Amazon paying their fair share? But no, no, they're just going to screw every single one of us to the wall.
0: Yeah, uh, well, there's another factor, too, and I, I suppose I shouldn't be afraid to mention this too many times but um, i watched janet yellen's testimony in the senate and both days and uh, john kennedy really pinned her down and got her to admit some things one she's without going to detail on this she's made it with her policies. she'll make it impossible for any american to inherit anything unless you're terribly wealthy and can pay a tremendous tax um i'll just give you one example on houses Let's say your house appreciates over the course of your life from 200000 to 800000 over 40 years, and that'd be expected, but your heir would have to pay the tax on $800,000. And that's one of the reasons why I believe they've, they've spent $85 billion to hire more IRS agents. They're going to make sure that your property-assessed value is done correctly. But the, here's the big thing, and I don't know if you know this or not, and I, I have told this to legislators inside the Arizona State Legislature. And to have one of them come back and say, Holy blank, Dave, you're correct. So here's what uh, she also admitted to. They have this thing called unrealized income. And it's not just for inheritance. If your house today, let's say, is worth 500000 and you're living in, in a market where BlackRock is buying up all the mortgages in your area at 20 to 50 percent above cost your appreciation is going to go through the roof so let's just say it's on the low end 20 percent that means that you right. now have to come up with what 40 uh, or, or the 40 percent of the uh, excuse me you're going to pay 43 percent tax on 580 thousand wow. dollars i'm not making this up she said this And she said, the wealthy have sat too long on this unrealized income. Sorry, anyone who owns a house, they can't afford to make that payment. I mean, who can pay approximately $40,000 a year on appreciated tax? And BlackRock is doing this intentionally. They're made up of members of the Fed and people that run the stock market. And they're intentionally driving up real estate costs in this country uh, by paying over market prices. So, when their appreciation tax comes in, Americans will be forced out of their homes and will become serfs on the feudal manor. Did you know about this?
1: I. just now. <laughs> I am this many years old when I learned about this.
0: Yeah. How uh, about that? I'm 100% sure. I mean, we've got her on tape. And I watched it. And, and I've done. Yeah. Gosh, I've done. Uh, two youtubes on i did one i did then i did an update as i looked into it and found more and i wrote about it a couple of days ago um i'm really trying to sound the alarm here and and senator kennedy gets it i mean he he flat nailed her to the wall who do you think you are you're going to destroy the country and uh tucker carlson even commented on it so even fox news reported on this and see this is where you got to wonder when the mainstream media starts saying you know, I'm going to go along with you to a certain point, but if you're going to cost me my home, to hell with you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Well, was well, something I want to bring up. You know how we got those quote, marvelous uh, stimulus checks last year and early this year. So, about $1,800 I believe is what it totals. Like a $1,200 and a $600. Um, my daughter makes twelve thousand dollars a year she does not make a lot of money um you know she's young she's 20 years old and just getting started out and the pandemic restrictions she works in the beauty industry so the pandemic restrictions have meant that she hasn't been able to use her license to practice or anything like that Mm -hmm. so she's taking odds and ends kinds of jobs and doing some work for me she got a letter from the irs has seen that her math on her taxes
0: With Davecom that's waterwithdave.com save $80 for a short time
1: was incorrect and that she owes taxes on her stimulus of over $1000 this girl who makes $12,000 a year owes an extra $1000 out of that um, they took away her $460 income tax return that um, you know because she have paid in and now they're saying that she owes the balance by (laughs) october 25th and apparently 11 million americans have received similar letters and according to the taxpayer advocate service um the irs has neglected to inform people of their full legal rights on this like this is going to be a disaster so really those stimulus checks actually made it worse for everyone who is struggling right now, because now they're going to have to come up with money.
0: So you're looking to thank someone special for helping you get through the year. Noble Gold has the perfect gift. It's a four-coin set of rare, solid 24-karat gold, Augustus St. Gaudens Lady Liberties. These impressive coins are bullion-grade proofs authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the current American Eagle design. They're not making any more. Only 20 left. Buy two sets. It'll cost you less than $10,000 and you'll be gifted a free Apollo 11 coin. Discover more by calling Noble Gold at 877 646 5347.
1: Pay the IRS. And you know the IRS's interest rates. It's just going to go up and up and up and up. Like that letter was, she received it yesterday. It was sent on the 1st and interest began accruing on the 1st and she already had $6 in interest.
0: I'm speechless because this is the classic bait and switch. They changed the yeah. agreement in midstream. You know, but I'm seeing a lot of that. I'll give you an example. We've had tickets to go to the John Fogarty concert. I'm a, I was a big CCR fan in the day. And we were going to go, it's later this month. Um, it's in Scottsdale, but it's also on a Native American reservation, a place called Talking Stick Resort and we called them and said do you have to wear a face mask um well yes you do said well that wasn't the rules when we bought our tickets we want our money back and this is just how criminal people are across the board you know and sorry native americans a lot of you are wonderful people but your leadership sucks your leadership's corrupt across the board i don't care what reservation you're on i don't care what tribe you are your leadership has sold the people out and now they're acting like little dictator communists, dick Democrats, and they're saying, but you don't get your money back. And I'm thinking, okay, there's this little thing called small claims court. We're going to test it out. Um, I'm, I'm tired of this crap. And, and the IRS is doing to you, your daughter, I should say, what what uh, yeah. the people at Talking Six Dick Resort on the reservation in Scottsdale are doing to us. So I'm not going to go there and sit through a yeah. three-hour concert and wear a face mask uh, and what could be? It depends on the weather. In October, you can get, you can have an uh, eighty-five degree night, or you can have a seventy-degree night. But I'm not going to go out there and sit in that kind of weather, and wear a face mask for three hours outside. Outside, oh,
1: it miserable. It outside,
0: miserable. I know. So yeah, uh,
1: it, yeah, it, 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 it's crazy.
0: Well, I, I interviewed Coach Dave Dobinmeyer last week, and and he and Sherry Tempenny are. I think he said they've already raised $400,000 to help people fight against mandates. And this is what we need to do. We need to overwhelm all these businesses, all these vendors, and just sue the holy hell out of them and drive them crazy, and then boycott them on top of that.
1: Yep. Yep. I mean, something, something has to give. We have to figure something out because we cannot go on like this. The United States cannot go on like this. We're certainly not going to be very united.
0: No, we're not. And and um, I, I just
1: we're being deliberately turned against each other.
0: hmm Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Um, I, I think I think at the end of the day, the people are going to have to vote with their pocketbooks. But I will tell you something that I heard, and um, Paul Preston called me last night he likes to call me when i'm driving home from the gym in a late night workout and um so we had a really interesting talk and then the topic of the um of trump came up and he told me trump had been moved to a secure location and his sources he said were direct to trump and he didn't say this is proprietary don't say anything because otherwise i wouldn't um but another thing happened too Sarah Westall, and people need to know who Sarah Westall is if they don't. She's not only a great journalist, but she was a professor, um, University of Minnesota, um, economics, um, engineering. Um, She is a technical person. She understands business. She understands finance. Her business podcast is one of the top in the country. And um, she called me on Sunday, and she's coming on my show tomorrow tomorrow morning and uh she's going to talk to me about five things and i'll let one out of the bag because it's already out there she said that um um the banks are getting pressure and i know this to be true now too from one of my two of my sources that the banks are being told you must shut down all banking activity within 30 minutes of our say so. That means no point of sale, no ATM, no direct walk up. Your te- your tellers cannot be in the bank; they got to go. We don't care if you've counted your money. We don't care if the truck is there. We don't care. 30 minutes and you're done. And the banks are pissed. But Biden's people are holding to this. And here's what's interesting, Daisy. And this is where I want to get into survival stuff with you. This is your this is your wheelhouse. It takes thirty minutes to shut down a major metropolitan area. communications in and out traffic, roadblocks sealing off cities and And the thing is it 's interesting thirty minutes for the bank, thirty minutes has been accomplished in these beta drills like in phoenix in in saint paul minneapolis uh, thirty minutes it 's all the same they 're planning to lock us down because they 're losing. People are waking up, and I think. An extreme lockdown is coming, and they hope that they can cause us to prey on each other, so with that, that I wanted to, yeah, with that, I wanted to give that to you in saying we could be within a couple of weeks of extreme desperation,
1: yes, absolutely, and I mean, I think we're always within a couple of weeks of extreme desperation because of the just in time um marketing system that like our grocery stores and other stores have in place you know they don't have the big full back storage room that everybody thinks they have or that they used to have i mean they used to at least have a little bit of stuff back there but now um as anyone who has gone to a store knows we have huge giant bare spaces um a friend of mine who is a walmart manager I I won't mention the state, um, said that their trucks, they're getting only 40% of what they order. Um, And a lot of times it's, it's not the exact stuff they ordered. It's just like some random replacement for it um they're having trouble keeping the shelves filled. they're spreading the aisles wider to help it look like there's just a little more stuff there um you know they're putting things like one deep instead of all the way back to the all the way back to the wall so i mean these shortages are already happening but a huge part of it is that it's being manufactured they want us to be afraid and they want us to be desperate and kind of hand-to-mouth vaccine mandates are halting transportation and packaging all of these ships can you you talk about how that's
0: daisy i'm sorry to interrupt you but can you talk about how vaccine mandates are uh, halting shipping and manufacturing
1: absolutely so all of these ships filled with merchandise that are out there floating around aimlessly, not able to dock. Um, A lot of them are not able to dock because of the vaccination status of the people that work on those ships. Some of those workers have had more than six vaccines to try to comply with the different rules in different countries. Like, you know, one country says you have to have AstraZeneca. One country says you have to have Pfizer. You know, the rules are different for every single country. So these poor workers are getting all these different vaccines shot into their bodies. And if not 100% of the people on board aren't vaccinated, then um our current administration is not letting them dock. So the merchandise is there. It's just floating in the ocean. And it's not getting to us. Um people are being fired, you know, in the healthcare industry, in the transportation industry, all sorts of industries. Anyone that works for a company that has more than a hundred employees, if they don't have a vaccine they're supposed to be getting fired so people are truck drivers who really who do they encounter they're driving a freaking truck they're they're having to get vaccinated or quit their jobs our soldiers are having to get vaccinated or get risk being dishonorably discharged so All we have, merchandise, it's just not getting to our stores. It's not getting to us.
0: Hmm.
1: And that has to be purposeful. There is no possible way that this is not deliberate. Nobody will ever convince me that we're not being starved out.
0: That's really interesting that you're putting it that way. I think you're absolutely right. Um it is purposeful and and here's another end end of it too it's on the service industry side of things um at yavapai regional medical center and i'm going to be starting to have some of their medical people on my show they have a mandatory vaccine requirement and they're being harassed they're being verbally abused at work they're being denied due process aspects at work for example in the rules they're supposed to be allowed to apply for um a an exemption and they won't even give them the paperwork and and the chief doctors are very verbally abusive to them and i've been hearing about this since i spoke up there in august now um here's the deal 68 percent of them are not vaccinated how are the people in yavapai county going to get me- medically treated and then you've got uh, here in, in Phoenix, and this affects me. The largest employer in the whole state of Arizona is Banner Healthcare. And I get um, two shots twice a month for a condition, and it's necessary treatment for me. Otherwise, I could uh, deteriorate pretty quickly. And so I need these. It's med- medically necessary for me. But at Banner, it's I've been told by the nurses that 60% of them aren't vaccinated and are not going to be. So how am I going to be treated? How is anyone going to be treated? Uh, and it's not well, just it's, its just not, not there. It's, it's, it's it everywhere.
1: Well, what they're doing in New York State, um, their new governor has um, activated the National Guard to fill health care positions. So they're going to fill our hospitals with soldiers. That's how uh, we're going to get medical uh, care. Sorry to be graphic,
0: but ain't no soldier going to take my rectal temperature.
1: (laughs) Right. And try saying no to a vaccine as, you know, a mom with a little kid who's in the emergency room. Try saying no when your kid has 105 fever. Yeah. Like, and and a bunch of soldiers are pressuring you and saying, we're not going to take care of your child who's having a seizure right now unless you get this vaccine.
0: I know. know.
1: Think of the pressure that could be applied. It's obscene. And, you know, if people want to get a vaccine, I fully support their right to do that and some people feel that they should get a vaccine because of their health conditions or the health conditions of someone they love and that is not my decision it's not my business i will never say oh you shouldn't get that because that is your body and your personal decision but your right mine
0: began. Yeah, exactly. You are so on the money. Hold that thought right there. We're going to come back and start there. We're speaking with Daisy Luther from the Organic Prepper, and towards the end, we'll tell you how you can follow her really good work. But first, I wanted to let you know, folks, you're hearing about shortages, and this isn't hyperbole. I don't care what show you're turning in today. If the guest and the host have any sense of what's going on and know anything about history, they're saying the same things we're saying on this show. So I'm going to start with, um, I'm going to start with food. Um, you need food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. And that's just the first layer. And that's not even complete for the first layer, but it's a good start. And we offer a store. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. ...food here, and we're not claiming it's organic, but it is, it is nutritious. It will sustain you, uh, but it's not organic. And people say, well, Dave, this not organic. Well, we're not claiming it is, but it's an emergency. That's what we're doing and you're saying well does it taste good yeah it does does it taste pretty good uh is expensive well not if you order in 90-day packages and you say what does that mean 90-day package means that we have an emergency kit you can bug out with uh and and uh it's 90 days 100 dollars off it's a really good price it's one of the best in the industry and you're saying well, what if I need more than 90 days? How about you buy 90 days, 90 days, 90 days, 100 off, 100 off, 100 off. Get the idea? It works. 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories per day, and diversity in the food. And here's where a lot of people go wrong. They want to shop in bulk, so they get all this canned food at their store. They're not buying balanced meals. They're buying what's in bulk. They're buying what they like. And they end up with unbalanced meals. And you won't get that with this product. And that's what I really like about it. Go to preparewithdave.com. And I'm telling you, folks, when hyperinflation hits, and we're there, we're right on the cusp, the buying of your prepping material is probably over. And also, too, when the government decides to drop the hammer they're going to seize control of all food. They're going to seize control of just about anything they can do to sustain your life so they can control you. So now is the time. Dave.com. Bitcoin sinks below 40000 and the world is celebrating because the most successful investors buy when everyone else is selling and they sell when everyone else is buying. Because cryptocurrency is a risky investment, you as an investor need a fully secure digital money platform. And that's what we give you with My Digital Money, MDM for short. MDM uses unparalleled Digital currency is a new and very speculative market. It is risky. No outcome can be predicted with any investment. is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors. MyDigitalMoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest. You have enough to worry about. Let us help you set it up, and you'll be extremely happy with our service. And one more thing, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I never used to be a believer in sat phones until I woke up and looked at the issue. And the issue is this. They, When they shut us down, they will take down all communications. Now, I don't live in a metropolitan area, but I live outside of a metropolitan area. But we frequently go into that metropolitan area for business or for school or whatever. So what if I have family members scattered to the four winds? How would I communicate with them? If they've taken down communications, sat phones are almost impossible to take down because the government would have to take down a lot of their own communications too and they haven't refined the art of how to do this and this is the one standalone you say well Dave you could have a CB or you could have this and that you're right you're right how many people have those things now sat phones are easier I pay one-fourth the cost in my sat phone that I do for my cell phone bill and I love this company. Absolutely love them. They're, they're developing a system of text alerts for the news. You can communicate with a bunch of people by text on, on these phones now. The the next generation of technology is here. And how do you find out more? Call. Call them. They're very friendly. 855-980-5830. 855-980-5830. And tell them Dave Hodges of the Common Sense Show sent you. Well, we're talking right along these lines with one of the experts in the country if not internationally daisy luther and she's an expert on helping people prepare for those dark days and she's not out there sounding the alarm on a daily basis like someone like myself or steve quayle or paul preston or my other colleagues in this business she's just very matter of fact and just saying If you really want to be prepped, you need to be doing certain things. So Daisy, along the lines of the alarms we've raised here, um, what do people really need to be doing right now, in your opinion?
1: Well, let's talk about the shortages. The first thing I want to say is right now, um, everybody says that we're seeing massive shortages. I want people to think about this, though. Our version of shortages is everyday life for other countries. I spent the last three years outside the United States, mostly. And in most of those places, they didn't have a whole aisle of all different brands of laundry soap. They have maybe two or three brands. If you went to the meat counter, you could buy whole chicken or you could buy chicken breast. You could buy ground beef or you could buy a roast. And you cut things up yourself if you wanted stew meat or strips for fajitas or something like that. Now, I'm not saying our situation is ideal, but it's a lot more positive to look at it as a different way of life than, oh, no, we're about to starve. So that's the first thing I want people to fix in their minds. We're living differently, but that doesn't mean we're going to starve. There are still options. Now, these options may not last a long time, but for now we do have these options and we can take advantage of them. So don't go and look at those bare shelves and let it freak you out. Just think we're living a little bit differently now um, because Your mindset has a lot to do with how well you will get through everything that's coming. So first things first, you should stock up now on what you can. They're already starting to ration. It's only going to get worse. You can only buy at certain stores, like I believe Aldi is rationing, and I believe Walmart is rationing. You can only buy like two things of toilet paper, four cans of... Each item, two bags of rice, stuff like that. So if you are needing to buy food, if you're able to afford it, you need to get on that before the rationing becomes worse and before they start registering you when you go into purchase things and uh, tracking your purchases. So stock up on what you can and, you know, like Dave was just saying, I, I'm all about organic food and healthy living, but we are not in that situation right now. We are not in our everyday situation where we can make our green juice from our organic goodies every single morning. We are in a situation that things are about to get really, really bad, and you need to get your hands on what you can get your hands on. No, it may not be organic. It may not be the highest quality, just get what you can. That's number one. Number two, you need to do what you can to be self-reliant. So we're all in different situations. A lot of us don't live out in the country. I currently live in a metropolitan area of about 2 million people. Um, My daughter is here um, because of an educational opportunity. And when I came back to the States, I settled here for a few months. So I can't grow a huge garden, but I've got pictures on my website, and I send out photos on my um, Sunday newsletter of my little patio garden. I've gotten all sorts of stuff from this little garden. I've got food drying the old-fashioned way, hanging on racks in my little apartment kitchen and I am growing a winter garden inside I've got herbs I've got greens I'm doing sprouts so don't think that you can only be self-reliant if you live on a farm like there are all different ways to be self-reliant and if you don't live on a farm if you don't have room in your yard for a garden or goats or chickens or whatever then you need to start nurturing relationships with people who do. Start acquiring things more locally. The food you acquire locally is something that you may be able to continue to acquire. But by building relationships, you're going to be first in line when they've got stuff to sell or trade later.
0: Hmm, That's really good advice. I like the idea of building alliances um, almost, you can almost do. I forget. Uh, well, a cooperative—that is the term that comes to mind for yeah. me. You, you want? You're talking about people Absolutely. building cooperatives. I have this resource, and you have that one. So let's work together.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, for me, I can. I can't. Certainly, cannot raise all of my food here in. A 600 square foot apartment, but I'm doing what I can and I'm supplementing that, um, you know, less nutritious stuff with freshly grown things that I'm growing in my windowsill. Now, how well will it do? I'm not really sure. We'll, I'll, I'll tell you more about that at the end of the year when I see how much I'm able to produce inside. I started keeping track of it because there are so many people in an urban or suburban situation who aren't able to do the self-reliance thing, the homestead, but there are still things you can do. So it's the entire reason that I chose to live in the city instead of outside of the city. I wanted to see what I could do within the city.
0: Wow, it's um, hard to believe it's come to this. Um, Isn't it? And, yeah. Now I know that you really get into the organic and how to grow stuff in your home, and and um, you're kind of like the domestic Martha Stewart in that regard. Um, or, and that's meant to be a compliment. I, she has a show on HGN. The gun
1: Martha. <laughs> yeah,
0: I love her. But anyway, I, um, <clears throat> um, I, I'm i wondering, too, do, do you give any consideration to home defense and things like that?
1: Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Um, like, if you can't protect it, you don't really own it. Um, I have different kinds of alarms that I have installed myself. You know, when you live in an apartment building, you don't have the only key to your house. Um, there's maintenance people, or, or when you rent at all. So, all of my doors are reinforced with secondary locks that, I mean, one of them is just like a wedge under the door that has a really, really shrill alarm. Um But It would be difficult for somebody to just, like, quietly slip inside my house with that on, even if they do have a key. So, I like to think about all the different ways that somebody might come in. There are some things that I don't have control over. I don't have control over my windows um, and and my exterior doors to the extent that I would like. It's not something I can go and replace because I'm a renter. Um, But... I can get plywood and keep it under my bed and pull it out if I ever need to, and I can, you know, at least kind of close us in. I have a dog who weighs 120 pounds who's more than happy to, you know, have someone for lunch that comes through my door. Oh my! And that just buys extra time for me.
0: What kind of dog is it?
1: You know, it's he's a great Pyrenees. That'll do. He was our farm dog when we lived in California. So we retired him um, when we moved to Virginia for my daughter's education, and now he—he is—I uh, mean, more of a pet now. He's an older dog, but he is still extremely protective.
0: Oh, I can imagine. And how many square feet did you say your apartment is?
1: Six hundred.
0: And what are you on a lower floor or a higher floor?
1: I'm on a lower floor because yeah, my dog, he won't, he won't get in the elevator, um, and I really don't want to go up and down four flights of stairs every time he has to go outside.
0: Yeah, okay, that that makes perfect it's sense. It's
1: for me, but I don't want to do it.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> no. probably
1: be better for me, but <laughs> that makes I'm too p- lazy <laughs> for that. And yeah he won't get in that elevator for love or money we managed to shove him in once with me pulling and someone else pushing and he was absolutely petrified he hated it like he grew up outside on the farm he he wants nothing to do with elevators when we walk past it in the hallway he makes this giant wide circle so he can't be (laughs) yanked in there again
0: (laughs) i know we have three and they're just like kids They're like little children. But the reason I asked you about your location uh, in your building, you don't want to be high up in an apartment because of the fire danger and other things.
1: Exactly, exactly. Like um, second or third floor is is pretty reasonable. Um, You can get, uh, I think the company is Kid K-I-D-D. They have emergency ladders that you can hook to your window but you can only get those for up to three stories. And so if you do live in an upper, I mean, heck, if I lived on the ninth floor, I'd still get one because I'd rather fall from the sixth floor than the ninth floor.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: If I, you know, had to leap, (laughs) I really don't want to leap anywhere, but like I've done enough beating myself up in my misspent youth you know with sports and all that kind of stuff but um yeah i i like being on lower floors for that reason for fire and you know it's just also it's cooler in um the summer like if the power goes out if you're on a a high floor and the power goes out oh you're just going to be miserable in the summer On a lower floor, you might not be exactly comfortable, but it's going to be a lot more pleasant.
0: Hmm. That's um, it is interesting how we're breaking this down. Let's talk about home gardening. What what can if there people are in a confined space, or they're in a cold weather Mm -hmm. climate, say like Minnesota, what can they do?
1: Well, um, all summer. Well, not all summer. I didn't move here until the end of July um then I purchased plants that were already growing usually I would start from seed but there was definitely no time for that um so I had on my patio tomatoes um summer squash little sorts of herbs three different kinds of lettuce you know it's not a ton of food but it's something um you know I didn't I haven't bought lettuce for months, like since I've been here, since it's been producing. Um, Inside, I now have brought in all of my herbs. My basil plant is more like a basil tree. Um, So I'm about to cut all that back so that I can start drying it and regrowing it. Um, You can grow a lot of things inside if you have a sunny window. Um, You can also sprout if you can keep your apartment warm enough to sprout, um, and that's going to depend on you know what kind of heat you have and whether or not it's financially feasible for you to keep it warm enough for sprouting. It doesn't have to be like tropical, but you need to be above seventy.
0: Yeah, but that's you know, as long as you have home heating. Yeah, you know, it's true. But assuming that that doesn't exactly. go away, if that doesn't go away, and you're not in the middle of winter. Um, you're going to be able to do these things. Let me ask you this question. If the food uh-huh. supplies were shut down to your city and your city was one of the uh-huh. ones isolated, do you have enough to sustain yourself?
1: For at least six months.
0: And I, I don't necessarily and mean just storable just- food, I mean based on what you're growing.
1: Oh, no, absolutely not. Hmm. Absolutely not. Um, I can only grow, I would. Say 300 calories a day inside like you you just simply you can't grow um like high calorie things like potatoes and stuff inside
0: what's the highest calorie item that that. you can grow inside
1: oh gosh you know that, that is not a question that i have ever thought about um I can't really think of anything that is high calorie that you can grow inside. Now, there may be people who are better gardeners than I who have an answer for that. I'm really going more for the fresh greens because that's super easy to grow and it adds a lot of nutrition, especially if you're using mostly storable food. Having a little mm-hmm. bit of having, adding some fresh greens is going to boost your nutrition and help keep you healthier. But as far as high-calorie goes, you're not going to be able to do that inside.
0: So what you need to do then for yourself is to store high-calorie food.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And thinking about it in terms of calories is really important. On one of my websites, thefrugalite.com, one of our writers, Aiden, um, did a $20 calorie challenge and it was how much how many calories can you get shelf stable for 20 bucks at Walmart, Aldi, store of your choice and give yourself a reasonably balanced set of meals and it was pretty interesting. You know, everybody came up with different things. People um, who didn't go to the store to do it used, like, the Walmart app and, you know, loaded a shopping cart and added it up that way. But it's a really good mental exercise. So you need to think in terms of calories.
0: That's uh, so, uh, You know, I never had considered that until you brought it up. That is um, another reason why when you're when you're dealing in storable food, you can't worry if it's gourmet or, or uh, the top of the line nutrition you, you've got to store what's going to sustain your life.
1: Yeah, and the, that ship unfortunately has sailed getting oh. you know the highest quality of everything that is just it's just not possible right now. I'm not saying it won't be possible in the future. Or that if you live in a farming community, you can't get good quality food, but you really need to be prepared for that possibility.
0: Wow this <laughs> this is not good. I mean, there, there's a lot here that is concerning. No, it's, not. Um,
1: it's yeah, definitely. Um, another article that I have on, on my organic prepper website. Is just pictures of how in this small space, how I've stored as much as I've stored. Like, I've relied a lot on store bought canned goods because I wanted to build a stockpile quickly. You know, I've been out of the country. I had to get furniture and food and all that kind of stuff for my apartment. And, you know, because it's a small apartment, I didn't need much furniture, just like a sofa and a bed and that kind of stuff. But, I spent most of my my money that I was spending getting settled in on groceries. So I got lots and lots of canned goods. I got, of course, beans and rice and all of that. But you also need to think about the amount of power it takes to prepare your food. If all you've got is rice and dried beans and you know a few little additions to that dried beans have to be cooked for a long freaking time like we're talking three or four hours most of the time even if you soak it they've they've still got to be cooked for a long time so are you going to be able to have the power to do that like the when i say power i mean like the electricity or gas or whatever so don't only get these things that, are, that take a long time to prepare. Make sure you have some things that you can just add boiling water to and some things that don't need to be cooked at all. Like, it's not gourmet, like Dave said, but even a can of Chef RD ravioli, you can eat that cold right out of the can it's not going to be delicious but it's going to keep you fed and give you some calories and nutrients to get you through
0: that's really interesting do you know And you may not know this but um, i was thinking about soldiers do you know what they put in meals ready to eat what they call the mres
1: um i honestly don't know a whole lot about them. I know they constipate you and taste terrible, (laughs) but (laughs) I I don't really know a whole lot about them. Uh, The buckets of food like you were talking about, those are a really, really good purchase if people can afford it. Um, You know, your idea about buying 90 days here, 90 days there is a fantastic idea. However, if you can't swing that right now, then you need to be stocking up what you can at the grocery store.
0: Exactly, yeah. So, But it's not going to be have, balanced. I mean, that's, you know, that's the big thing. It will not be it's balanced.
1: Not, it's not. It's not. And, you know, we're not looking at a perfect world scenario, unfortunately.
0: No, I know. No, you're right. So
1: I have got... I can, I can give you a general rundown of what I have. I have a lot of crackers. I have... I have a lot of no-cooked food because my stove here I'm renting. My stove here is electric. If the power goes out, I will be having to just use my barbecue on the patio um, for anything that I cook because I won't be able to cook indoors. Um, so I've got lots of canned goods, fruits, vegetables, <coughs> canned soup, chili, um, canned pasta meals, I, they're not delicious or ideal, but it's better than nothing. Sure. And it does give me some fruits and veggies. I've got, um, I buy in bulk those pouches of precooked rice. Now, I put those back. They last about a year. I put them back for times that I can't cook. So if the power to go, were to go out here, I'm not going to immediately start out. You know using my survival supplies i've got th- three different levels of supplies i've got stuff to eat right now i've got stuff to eat in the interim and then i've got my long-term stuff which is the bucket so the stuff to eat right now is what's in my fridge and my freezer other things that will go bad second i've got you know my canned goods Uh, my pouches of rice my canned beans in case i can't cook my dried beans and then after that then i've got my buckets so it's just kind of a a stair-step progression
0: and and, and you cover how to do that a lot on your uh, website with you and your guest writers it's fantastic site in fact let's talk about that for a minute here let's talk about how people can follow you you're the organic prepper but let's let's (laughs) give them a little more detail
1: Um, My website is theorganicprepper.com, and my other website is thefrugalite.com. So I have both of those. One focuses just on frugal living. It is more... It's, it's not exactly prepper oriented, um, it's like prepper light, and I'm trying to gently nudge people over to the other website, um, you know, from there, but it's a good starting point for people who think preppers are crazy. Um, the organic prepper, we cover current events and how they might affect us or our food supply or our personal liberties. Um, as well as how to deal with those problems, we it's it's solution oriented. We try not to just bring up the problem. We also try to provide you with solutions. Um, all of my PDF books can be found on learn.theorganicprepper.com, and we have a uh, name your price pricing policy on that Um, you can pay as little as a dollar a book if that's all you can afford or you can pay a little bit more to help out the website if you can swing a little bit more we've got tons of books and courses over there and we're adding more all the time we've got an herbal medicine course coming up a burn care and a wound
0: care <clears throat> it's interesting Bob Griswold just mentioned burn care the other day when I was talking to him well we're just about out of time and I just wanted to thank you for coming on but uh, ladies and gentlemen listen we only scratched the surface in this interview I mean just a tiny little nick uh, you need to go to the organicprepper.com and frugalite.com uh, great sites and listen I really appreciate you coming on Daisy it's always a pleasure
1: I am always happy to come on the air with
0: you. Thanks, Daisy. Take care. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you back here in the next show.